Vivian Marcuse, licensed by the Department of Financial Institutions and MLS ID 237926. Also licensed in Arizona, 0941504. Florida, LO76508. Georgia, 69178. Idaho, Nevada, 57237. Oregon, Tennessee, 184373. Texas, Washington, MLO237926. She's a mortgage mom. She can get things done. When you're in need and don't know where to go, pick up the phone and call mom. All right, well, welcome to Mortgage Mom Radio. I am Debbie Marcoux, and I am the Mortgage Mom. And what do we do? Well, we bring you all of the education and information that we can about all things real estate and mortgage. And today I have David Corwin with us from the USDA. How you doing, David? Good, thanks. Good. Well, it is so good to have you on. I can't even believe that you reached out to me and wanted to be on the show. Uh, the USDA program is just an amazing program. I love everything about it. It can be a little bit difficult sometimes to find, you know, a, a property that you can get USDA lending on if you are trying to buy within the city. Uh, but there's actually a lot of property that is available that's not far outside the city limits. So I thought it was a really great program. I'm so happy that you reached out and. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. I think the more education that we can bring around it, uh, there's going to be more people that want it. And my favorite part about the whole thing is the zero down availability. So truly helping people get into homes that maybe they couldn't in today's uh, inflation atmosphere possibly try to put together the down payment for. So um, thank you again so much for joining. And I want to everybody to know who you are. Um, what is it that you do at the USDA? What does deputy director mean? Um, give us a little background if you don't mind. Sure, sure. Well, a little background too. Before I came to government, I actually ran a mortgage brokerage in the Washington DC area for uh, I guess that'd be about eight years. And then I did not survive that big collapse in 2008. So I ran to government. <laughs> um, well, there you joined, go. Yeah, joined, joined the nice safe place to go. Um, but yeah, I started with USDA and uh, worked in a few different departments. Uh, for those who don't know, USDA rural development, we do more than just single family housing lending. Uh, essentially, the agency could build a small town from the ground up with the loan and grant programs for everything, uh, utilities, businesses, um, local governments, and of course, housing is the main thing. Uh, that The guarantee program that we're talking about today that's run through lenders, that's about 60% of our portfolio. So that is the big program for the agency. Uh, my current role as Deputy Director of Lender and Partner uh, Programs, basically I oversee a team for training and marketing. So okay. all day long, we're dealing with lenders, realtors, uh, better explaining the program, getting lend new lenders signed up, um, trained, so they can help more people out there. Right. And and I love that. So, you know, the fact that you're on right now today, it's a little bit different for you then because you're typically training the lending, you know, the lenders or the meet like me, a loan officer to do the program where I've actually got you on and we're going to be training our consumers. We're going to be, you know, the the people that are listening to me and to my show for the majority are, you know, those that are driving in the car on their way to work and they really want to buy their first home. So this uh, might be a little bit different for you, but I, it, it's one in the same, right? I mean, I have to learn how to do the program just like somebody else has to learn what is available to them that they could possibly take advantage of. And the USDA program, I get people all the time go, you mean like, like the meat in the store? <laughs> 
<laughs> that's my favorite um but uh you know no this is not the meat in the store this is actually getting the the financing for the for the homes um but no i i, I just I appreciate that you're on i love that you do this um there are a lot of people that didn't make it through that crash that went places at least you didn't jump to the cfpb so <laughs> <laughs> we'll give you that i had i actually had a lot of people that worked with me at, at you know that did end up um you know going to government and those we we need people like you in those positions so that we can do what we do so thank you very much really appreciate that uh, we did have somebody jump on. This is an interactive show, so we're going to have uh, questions and comments throughout the show, and I'll read those to you so that you can answer them if they come in for you. So everybody watching and listening, remember that uh, you can go ahead and put your question into the feed. I will read it out loud to David, and David can answer that question for you. So anything at all about USDA home loans, you want to let me know that you're there, that you're listening, that you're watching. Do that too. Tell me hi. Give us a thumbs up. That's what we're looking for. Uh, we do have a gentleman jumps on or I'm actually guessing it's a gentleman I'm not sure um, it says hi mom I love your show you're so hot Ooh, that's a fun one <laughs> I don't think I've had that one before now I'm gonna blush all right so um, back at it we you guys it, it is interactive go ahead make me blush this is all in fun and games so today is all about USDA home loans with David Corwin and we're gonna get started into the nitty-gritty which is great we're gonna take a super quick break and when we come back we're gonna get started so again if you guys have those questions put them into the feed and if you're listening to the show on Saturday or Sunday by radio and you want to call us and ask us questions uh, me and my team can answer those for you and we can talk to you all about USDA. So best way to do that is to call the office. It's 844-935-3634. That's 844-WE-LEND-FOR-YOU. W-E-L-E-N-D and the number four. Get yourself your uh, phone consultation set up and we would be happy to answer all of your USDA questions. So let's take a super quick break and then David, when we get back, it's you and me. We're going to start getting into the good stuff about USDA. Okay, great. <laughs> All right, and welcome back to Mortgage Mom Radio. I'm Debbie Marku, and uh, like I said, David, they're going to be super quick breaks just to be able to take a sip of water and then keep going on with the good stuff. Um, one thing, you know, it's really funny, as I said, you know, I'm not exactly sure if it was it's the, the the actual comment that came through. I didn't know if it was a male or a female, but now I'm looking, I'm going, you're so hot. I'm like, ah, maybe that was a guy. Um, at least, <laughs> never know. All right, so um, Heather jumps on. She says, hi, everyone. Debbie, look great. Hey, Heather, thank you so much for watching as usual. And um, girls on my team, this is your your opportunity as well to ask David tons of questions about USDA. So please feel free to put those questions into the feed. I had Carrie jump on. Um, she says, this is great information for buyers. Can't wait to spread the word about USDA. Uh, Carrie is actually on my team, David, and she just closed on a home in Tennessee. So I have a feeling there's going to be a lot more opportunity for her working with buyers in that area uh, to get into some USDA loans. So we've definitely got to spread the word about this program. We are licensed, me and my team, in 12 different states. So uh, even though we might be, uh, I might be in Los Angeles, we've got girls in Arizona, now Carrie in Tennessee. 
Um, we've got real estate agents in Georgia, Texas, Idaho, uh, Washington. So definitely this is a program that I feel my listeners could definitely benefit from. So again, thank you for being on and let's jump into some of the good stuff. So number one, uh, you can buy a house with zero down. That is probably my favorite piece of the entire program. Now, I do know that um, there are some restrictions, right? Who does qualify for USDA? So do you want to take that piece? Sure, sure. And I'll just touch upon what you already just covered there about the 100% that no money down. That also the unique thing about the program is we base it on the appraised value. So if the house appraises for more than the sales price, that extra amount there, you can pay closing costs, maybe do some repairs to the house. Um, if you want to borrow up to that limit, you can go up to the appraised value. Um, and that's unlike other programs. That is unlike any other program. That is absolutely amazing. And actually, I didn't even know that piece. So thank you for letting me know. That is that is awesome. I mean, seriously, if, if something came in two, three thousand dollars higher, being able to put that towards towards the closing costs, that that's phenomenal. Um, so give us more. Keep going. Yeah. Yeah. And so and because we base it strictly on appraisal, too, that also means we don't care about flipping. There's no seasoning requirements, whatever it appraises for. We're following that appraiser's lead. So um, now as far as the criteria, yes, there are two main restrictions to use the program. One, the property's got to be in an eligible rural area. And two, the household can't exceed an income limit. And what that is, is 115 percent of the median household income for that county. Um, and now while that might sound restrictive just by the numbers, just so you know, per the latest census data um, that we could find online, it's about 68% of the nation, of the nation's households, fit under that criteria. And typically it's probably a little higher percentage when you look at just the rural areas. And so that other restriction of being an eligible rural area, um, it's it's a little complicated in defining it. The easiest thing is you go on our eligibility site, you look at the map. It's just like using a Google map or something. And you can see the shaded areas that are ineligible. And of course, your big cities. But it's about 92% of the U.S. landmass is in an eligible area. Um, so essentially, it's possible that towns all the way up to the population of 35,000 can be eligible. So it might, it's not always what you think of as rule. It doesn't have to be just remote. Right, exactly. And and that is one of the things being here in LA is that we actually have quite a bit of eligibility that is just outside of the cities. Uh, when you get into some of the areas where you might drive, you know, 30 minutes to get to the horse property that you want to own, most of those areas are eligible. So there's a lot more uh, property that, that would qualify than what wouldn't. Uh, just figure if you're in a big, massive city, then this is probably not the deal for you. But anything outside of that, we should definitely be looking at one of the things that you mentioned too was the income restriction so um, I what I like about USDA is that it goes off of the size of the household it's not um, you know we've got lots of uh, first-time buyer programs and we've got down payment assistance programs that help you get in with zero down but that is a set dollar amount for everybody on the loan application I like that USDA is factoring how much income that you can earn based on the size of your home. Um, you know, how many people that are living in the home. So if you've got a family of five or six or seven, you're going to have a higher income limit to, to qualify. I, I do like that a lot. 
And like you mentioned, finding whether the property is eligible is really easy. Um, typing in the address and it just coming up is pretty simple, you know, to figure that out. So I do like that. Um, one of the things I'd love for you to talk about too is a lot of people don't like mortgage insurance. And I know that USDA doesn't have that. They're more it's more similar to a VA loan where there's a funding fee. Can you talk to us a little bit about how that works? Sure. Yes, we do have a funding fee. There's a there's an initial funding fee of 1%, but that can be rolled into the loan. So really we do 101% of the appraised value because that can always be rolled in. Um, so you'll find that's one of the cheaper government programs that way. And also the annual fee of 0.35, uh, you'll find is a lower one. Uh, when you compare to the other programs too, and you can shop around the FHA, VA, the other two government programs, and also Fannie, Freddie have those um, different, I think, home possible. These different programs we can put down like 3%, um, but when you compare the insurances and what you gotta put down, basically, if you're a veteran with your full eligibility status, you will do better getting a VA loan. Other than that, if you can qualify for a USDA loan, it, it's going to be your best deal. Yeah, for 100%, for sure. And what are we looking at credit scores these days? What do you guys need for them to get into the program? That's going to be a little more complicated. Um, so you, the listener out there, want to go shopping for a USDA loan. Uh, first, you have to find a lender who participates in the program. And we've made that easier um, in the last two years since we centralized this program, made it uh, national rather than run individually through each state. Um, on our website, you will find a list of eligible lenders. You can go to your state and you'll have the whole alphabetized list. And when you click on the name of that lender, it'll take you directly to their website. Um, so oh, they don't need to go any further. They just need to call Mortgage that, Mom. They already found you. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> you're good. <laughs> no, I love and, it. I love yes. it. No, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. And you're yes, you're out there as well. So people can click on you, go right to your website. Um, so it makes it really easy to find, um, to find a lender using the program. Um, so you aren't, but you, you do need to use that list because not every lender is signed up to, to utilize our program. So that is where you're going to start your search. Yeah. And are you guys in every state? So it is every state yes. across, you know, across the U S has USDA lending. Yes, yes. This is obviously the federal government. So it's a program available in every state. And yes, there are plenty of lenders available in every state that are utilizing the program. So you won't have trouble finding one, but you will want to go to list because not every lender does. Um, so what I was leading that up to as far as the credit score, um, we do not have a credit score requirement. But that being said, the private industry, you know, does what they want with that. They can't, they can't do anything um, beyond our regulations that make things easier than what we put out there, but they can be stricter than what we have. And you'll find that a lot, that uh, a lot of lenders will have a restriction on the credit score. Now, our, we have an automated underwriting system that the lenders have to use. And so when you go to the lender, they'll put you through that system, run you through there. Now, that system is unlikely to approve anything below a 620. So below that score you would have to find a lender who also is willing to do a manual underwrite um assuming you still uh, it, and again we we try not to judge by score and that's why we don't have a requirement but typically if you're below a 620 what you might have is content in your credit things about you that make it so uh, you're not going to qualify 
Right. And and there's we've talked about that on this show before where, you know, even though a VA loan doesn't also have an actual minimum credit score, uh, you know, FHA might be a minimum credit score that is very low, 500 or 520, something like that. It is very difficult to find lenders that will actually do the lending, you know, with that requirement. And many of them have the uh, the overlays, you know, the kind of uh, loan that they're actually looking that they want to carry in service. And, you know, they, they, they kind of draw their line like, you know, we're not going to go below this because we don't want to worry about, you know, foreclosures or, you know, people not making payments. And so um, if you have a credit score that you're concerned with, you guys just need to give us a call and talk with us. We just had George Hartman on last week who gave us a bunch of credit repair advice. So, you know, the, the thing about Mortgage Mom Radio, David, is that we work with every single person and we never say no instead what we want to do is start with them you want to buy a house let's make that goal let's figure out how we do it how do we obtain it do we need to work on credit first do we need to work on income are you self-employed maybe we need to talk about how you file your tax returns um, to show your income so we're we're giving them their roadmap and their plan and their guidance to get there so that everybody can become a homeowner and so I do love that USDA does not have an actual credit score requirement. I'm going to be honest with you. I've never had uh, one that actually went through the uh, GUS system, through the automated underwriting that came out approved under 660. That's just been my um, experience. But it could also be that the lenders that I worked with at the time that I was running those maybe didn't take the loan under 660. So I always just assume that that was the minimum credit score requirement. So again, you're teaching me today. I absolutely love it. I'm learning something new as we go. Um, we do have some. Um, well, and just so you know, with the automated system too, um, it spits out different results. So when you're working with different lenders, some of them, if it doesn't give an accept result, if it gives what we, what's called a refer or a refer with caution, one of those results there are some lenders that don't like to use those i guess they're investors on the secondary market they they find it harder to sell um even though they have our loan guarantee which is why lenders deal with the program uh that we're backing it up to 90 percent of the initial um initial purchase price so you will find that so probably some of those you're talking about maybe that lender wouldn't do refer for with caution loans um, right which is a shame because those loans aren't they aren't necessarily bad loans um no, and that's why we're still willing to back them. Yeah, no, they're, they're not. A lot of times, even if you have a credit score of 620 or 610, sometimes it could be something as insignificant as a medical collection account that popped on your credit report that you never got the bill, didn't even know it existed. And all of a sudden your credit score dropped 90 points out of nowhere. Uh, so you're right. There's a lot of loans that are very, very good loans, even when those credit scores are lower. So I'm going to keep your number in my pocket. And when I run into one that I have a problem with, I'm going to call you for advice and say, so what do we do now? <laughs> What's the next step? That's what I'm here for. Yeah, I love it. Um, so we had Susan jumped on. I'm, I'm starting to lose some of the comments because they've been going as we've been talking. But Susan jumped on. She said she's going to be closing in Texas soon. Um, Tom jumps on. He says, hi, guys. Uh, Cindy jumped on, said USDA, such a great product, great information. Uh, thank you, Cindy. And then uh, Carrie jumps on and she says, I'm checking USDA maps for areas. And there are so many places that qualify. And that is absolutely correct, Carrie. You wouldn't even believe it. There's areas of Stevenson Ranch. Uh, which is, um, you know, that is USDA eligible. A lot of people don't know that. Palmdale, Lancaster, Acton, Aguadulce. And, you know, this is all just within, you know, 20 minutes of where I personally live. And that's not to say where you can't get it, you know, going into Illinois and Idaho and Texas and Nevada. And, you know, there, there is, like you said, what did you say that percentage was, David, of properties that actually qualify for the financing? It was oh, 90. 92%. 
92%. I mean, that's, that's pretty amazing. So if you're out there and you're listening and you've been thinking that I really want to buy a house, but I haven't been able to come up with that down payment, give us a call. Let's talk. Let's talk about where you want to go. Maybe we just kind of redirect, um, you know, your commute a little bit and go into a different area because, you know, it's more important to own something than, you know, to continue renting and maybe have the luxury of a five minute drive. So very, very good. Um, we're going to take a really quick break, Dave, and we'll be right back. And then I want to talk about, you know, debt ratios and maybe some of the things that people need to know uh, to kind of get the file in line for qualifying, because this is a great program and I'd love to see everybody take advantage. So we'll be right back. All right. And welcome back to Mortgage Mom Radio. I'm Debbie Marcoux. I am the Mortgage Mom and we are bringing you guys all of the education and information that we can to make sure that you and your families prosper. We want to get everybody into a home, buying their first, second or third investment property. That is what our goal is doing this show every week. We obviously want you guys to give us a call. We want to help you. Uh, we have promotions going right now for anybody that is looking to purchase a home. We will be buying or basically paying for your appraisal fee for you through the end of the summer. So this is the summer buying season. Give us a call and talk to us. Get your pre-approval completed so that we can get your file marked for that free appraisal. Um, but you're going to give us a call to the office. It's 844-935-3634. That's 844-WE-LEND-FOR-YOU. W-E-L-E-N-D and the number four. So today we're talking with David Corwin. He is the deputy director with the USDA and we're talking mortgage loans, home loans today um, to make sure that you guys all know what is available to you. So um, David, right before the break, I said I wanted to kind of get people prepared for what should their file look like. We already know that they don't need any down payment. They can get in with zero down. Uh, there's many properties that are available. Their income levels you talked about. We're going to get more income based Based on the size of their family. So let's talk a little bit about the strength of the file. I want the two pieces that I think are important before um, we shut the show down that I want to talk about is where should their debt ratios be and do they need to have any kind of reserves in the bank? So um, let's talk about those kind of important pieces that you might find in, you know, your normal everyday loans. Sure. As far as reserves, no, we have no reserve requirements. However, that being said, if you have reserves, I mean, that can help um, it to get expanded ratios. Uh, our debt ratios we look at are 2941. So what that means is uh, what you've probably explained this to your audience before, but the 29%, that's your housing ratio. So uh, the cost of your house, your property taxes, insurance, any HOA fee um, shouldn't exceed 29%. And the back end, that's all of your debt that shows on credit shouldn't exceed 41. Now that doesn't mean Gus won't go beyond, or, sorry, Gus again is our automated underwriting system. That doesn't mean Gus won't allow higher ratios. Um, but of course, to get higher ratios, you know, the program is going to look for other factors to offset. Okay, they have a higher ratio. Maybe their income's a little higher. Maybe they do have some reserves. Things like that can help you expand your ratios. But no, we have no reserve requirements. Okay. Well, no, that's good to know. And then with the 2941, because those are a little bit lower than most programs, uh, what is the highest that you've actually seen an automated decision come back? 
Sure. And uh, we keep in touch, uh, my team who does the trainings and marketing, we keep in touch with the review staff uh, to see because there is no post-it. They don't tell us how they program Gus, the brains of Gus. Right. Um, the whole algorithm from, in the back. We don't know what's going to yes, happen. Yeah, we, yeah. we don't get to know exactly. So uh, what I can tell you is, yes, what we don't typically see is going beyond um, – 3545. Okay. Okay. And so just just to kind of get an idea. Yeah, to just kind of get yeah, an idea. Yeah, gives you an idea. Right. And then when uh, you do have to do a manual underwrite, so let's say that you get that person that does have that lower credit score and we can't get that automated approval and we're going to do that manual underwrite uh, with many programs for example, with FHA, the manual underwrite guidelines or VA are going to be more restrictive than what we would be able to get if we could get that automated decision. So where do those debt ratios go to if we're talking about a manual underwrite? Manual underwrite, uh, the underwriter can do an exception up to 3244. Oh, okay. Well, that's actually good. I like that. It's actually a little bit higher than what the posted guideline is. So that's actually pretty cool. Oh. I dig it. Well, good. <laughs> yeah. All right. So another question that I had um, is, can is this only primary residence or could this be used for a second home or an investment property? I know I'm going to get that question. Yes. Um, and for, you, you were mentioning before about investment people, and I'm sure you deal with those loans all the time. But no, our our program designed by the federal government, again, this was meant to the reason we're backing to 90 percent is to get people into homes, people that can't otherwise find a loan out there. So this is just for a primary residence. Okay. Uh, you can own one other home in certain circumstances. That other home cannot be financed by USDA the home you're purchasing with our loan has to be the one you're going to live in. And obviously you have to qualify with both homes on you. Uh, if you have another payment on that home still, so you have to qualify with both payments. Um, and the current home, uh, you have to demonstrate that it doesn't fit your needs anymore. However, that's pretty vague. So a person could just, why doesn't it fit your needs? Easy enough to do. Sure. So you can't well, own one other property. Okay. No, that's good to know. Uh, you know, and, and a lot of times, sometimes you're getting uh, relocated, right? So based on the relocation, that could actually be changing, you know, whether or not your home fits you any longer, or maybe you have expanded your family, you know, you're having your, when you bought the place, you had one kid and now you're having your third and it's like, we just don't fit here anymore. Um, so, you know, we, we like to see people purchase a home, live in the home, buy another home and continue to do owner occupied properties, but not sell, you know, try to create that real estate portfolio for their future. And that that's really what we try to um, help people to understand the opportunity there. So that's actually really good to know that they can actually own a property and still go buy a new primary with that zero down. I actually thought that USDA was for a first time home buyer only. So again, you're teaching me all kinds of great things today that on is, the show. That is a common misconception. One, when we're doing presentations, we cover all the time. Hey, that's people think first time home buyer. No, does not have to be. Okay. And then last question I'm going to ask you before we wrap up the show is, I know I'll get this question as well. What if I buy the property and I move in, I live in it. Obviously we're not looking to do any kind of fraud with, you know, occupancy fraud. Um, but truly they're moving in and, and they're living in it and they got into the home with zero down and then they decide to move. Are they going to be required to refinance or pay off the debt? Can they hold on to it? Is there a certain amount of time that they have to stay in that home before they would rent it out? 
No, once they're in that home, they can hold that forever. Um, we do have a direct lending program through the USDA, a subsidized program for people who don't qualify for the guarantee. And that is limited program. There's limited funds available for that. That one, it is much more restrictive because it's subsidized. Okay. Unlike this one, which is budget neutral, the taxpayer's not paying anything for this program. Gotcha. And if it was the subsidized program, is there a certain amount of time that they need to live in it? Would they have to pay it off if they were to move out of it? How does, is that, pro because I know many times. There's, yeah, I there's not a certain amount of time you have to live in it, but yes, that does get checked every year. The service center is reaching out to those people every year. Find what's your income now and find if they don't live there anymore. They're, they're reviewing that annually. Yes. Okay. So let's say that you took the subsidized program, you move into the property, you're living there. When you move in, you've got five people in the household and now all of a sudden you've got four your kid turned 18 they moved out they're not living with you so now you're not within that income restriction that's required for usda what happens are they going to have a note called due you know what would they expect to happen to them no for the direct program once they're in there they qualified by income they're they can stay in the loan as their income increases, what they're going to lose is the subsidy. So after they make too much money, okay, well, now the government's not subsidizing the loan. You're paying the regular note rate on that loan yourself now because you can afford it. Right, right. But you don't get kicked out of the loan now. Okay. All right. Well, that that's the most important piece, right, is that we don't want anybody kicked out. We want them buying the home. We want them loving it. We want them staying there. We want homeownership. So I love that this program is going to open up the doors for so many more people uh, to buy for homeownership, right? And then uh, I'm going to ask you one more question because I think this is important. Uh, condos, single families, two units, three units, four units. What what do you what will you guys lend on? Are they all acceptable? Only certain types? Got to be single family homes. So can't do multi units. Got to be a single family. But yes, can be a condo. Can be manufactured. And in fact, we have a pilot program right now for manufactured. It's going in half the states. Uh, hopefully it'll become a permanent rule. But for those states that are in the pilot program, you can even purchase an existing manufactured. Our rule right now by regulation is it has to be a brand new manufactured, of course, put on a permanent foundation. But in the pilot program, existing manufactured can be done if it was built January 1st, 2006 or newer okay. and has not been modified in any way. But uh, in mod as far as modular homes, we consider those stick built. So that's not an issue. Okay. You got it. Um, and let me just real quick too throw out there that um, it doesn't have to be an existing home. We do have new construction. We have a single closed construction product out there too. Um, so if someone wants to buy land and build, which it's sometimes easier these days because we know there's not a lot of inventory out there, especially for affordable housing. So you can build with the program. Um, and that single close construction is great uh, for the lender. Our guarantee is on it right from the signing. So before a shovel goes in the ground, everyone's protected. And for you, the borrower, the payments made during construction, whether you choose interest only or the full PITI payments, those can be rolled into the loan, escrowed in, so you don't have to pay those out of pocket. That is awesome. And then what about um, can they... Uh, when you say single close, could they buy the land and let's say they wanted to do a manufactured? Because we get we get this question a lot is, can yes. I buy land and can I buy a manufactured? So with your program, they can actually buy both together at the same time. Find the piece of land, find the brand new build, and then actually close that loan, all one loan, one amount. And then obviously it's going to get built from there. And then like you said, if they need to, they could roll in a certain amount. How many, up to how many months can they roll in payments for that build to be 12 completed? months. Okay. So months. they and would have so, the opportunity yeah. to live where they live, pay their rent while mm -hmm. they're trying to build so that they're not stuck with two payments. 
Yes, yes. And obviously manufactured is an easier way to go because that build is obviously much quicker. They're driving it to the lot. They're putting it on the foundation. Um, you know, there's less to it. And these days with the issues uh, builders are having getting materials sometimes, uh, well, that manufactured home's already built. They're just bringing it out to you. So can be easier. Yeah. So yes, um, that absolutely can. And if somebody already owns the land, even though technically that can be considered a refinance if they owe money on it, we still allow that in our single closed construction program that you can bring that loan in and combine them into a single loan. That is really awesome. Thank you so much. You opened up our eyes. I wish I could have done a longer show with you. Next time we'll have to do an entire hour and just keep going because I obviously want to ask you about loan limits. What is, you know, where are we cut off at? Um, you know, just, just tons and tons of information that I just want to keep going with you, but obviously we've got our time frame, and we need to make sure that we get you out to radio and everybody hears everything. So we'll definitely have you back on the show again. This was very informative. Thank you so much. Um, Karen jumps on. She says, great show. Very informative. Thank you. You are welcome. Karen is my mother-in-law. She is the best in the world. Um, so I have a lot of family that likes to watch, which I love. My, my dad jumped on as well during that while we were all talking. He lives out in Illinois. Um, so, you know, again, thank you, David, so much really for the information anybody listening if you guys have questions about usda we do them we can help you we can answer your questions you've just got to get yourself on the calendar to talk with one of the girls even if you're listening on saturday or sunday if you make yourself an appointment you will get a call back even on the weekend so that is what we are here for is to make sure we get you that roadmap moving forward get you into a house and I'll tell you what, this is such a great program that I think anybody that hasn't bought a home that is having a hard time coming up with down payment or even closing costs, they should really possibly think about uh, maybe moving a little further out uh, to be able to qualify for this program. So once again, David, thank you so much. You were amazing. I really, really appreciate the time. And thank you for reaching out to me and wanting to do this with me. Thank you for having me. Really appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. You have a great one. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. All right. David Marcuse, licensed by the Department of Financial Institutions, NMLS ID 237926. Also licensed in Arizona, 0941504. Florida, LO76508. Georgia, 69178. Idaho, Nevada, 57237. Oregon, Tennessee, 184373. Texas, Washington, MLO237926. She's a mortgage mom. She can get things done. When you're in need and don't know where to go. Pick up the phone and call mom.